You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. You're tuned in to Tapped Out. Hosted by Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine, only on the BetQL Network. Appreciate you spending a little bit of your Saturday evening with me and my boys, Jake Noaker and Brendan Tobin. Uh, we're going to get into the UFC here in a little bit. The big fight tonight is in Washington, D.C. Hector Luis Garcia, a plus 800, takes on Gervonta Tank Davis. You can't make any money on Tank. That's the problem. Minus 1,600. If you think it's going to go the distance, you can get Tank right now at almost 5-1 to one money. That's the one I like. At plus 490. He's a knockout artist, but doesn't knock out everybody, including just a couple of fights ago that went the distance. And I actually thought he lost. So give me Tank to win the fight, but it goes the entire distance at 5-1. to one. We've been out with without, I should say, BT. UFC now for a few weeks. Luckily, they return next week for Vegas 67 at the top of the card. It's Kelvin Gastelum at plus 170, taking on Imavov at minus 210. The other fight I've got my eyes on is basically an even money fight right now between Dan Ige and Damon Jackson. What are you looking forward to UFC 67 next Saturday night? I mean, you know, Kelvin Gastelum hasn't been very good, man. It feels like for Imamov, this is a gatekeeper fight for him. He's been on a roll with uh, three straight wins, and so he's taking on a guy who's got a name. Uh, I'd be pretty surprised if Kelvin comes through on this one. All right, that's next week. The card's okay, but at least we got fights back, which means a chance to make some money. We'll be with you next Saturday, as we are as always here on the BetQL Network. We'll break it down, give you the methods of the madness, who's going to win, how they're going to win, which round. All that stuff. But, boys, right now, do me a favor. Get out your crystal ball, put it in front of you, and let's UFC into the future. All right? Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to give you a weight class, and I want you to tell me who's going to have the belt wrapped around their waist in said weight class at the end of the year, at the end of 2023. Who are our champions going to be? BT, let's start with the bantam weights. Right now, it's the most disrespected, most unliked, and for whatever reason, most discredited bantamweight and current champion in the UFC, and that's Aljo, Aljamain Sterling. I don't know if it's going to be Sean O'Malley next or Piotr Jan, maybe Cheeto Vera. I know that you've got this man crush on Corey Sandhagen. Who knows? Maybe it's Triple C. At the end of the year, who's got the bantamweight belt? Uh, man, it's probably the most stacked division as far as guys who you could throw up all those options there. Um. I think if I'm going to ride with anybody, I'm going to go with Cheeto, man. I loved, I do love me some Corey Sanhagen, but there's something about the ride that Cheeto's been on. He's head kicking everybody to hell. Uh, he's got a swagger about him. You know, this run that he's been on has been really, really special. He's got to win over Sean O'Malley too. 
there's just something about him that uh, that speaks to me as far as him. I, I feel like this ends uh, with the year with him being champion. And if he doesn't have it at the end of the year, I think he has it at some point in the year because I could also see this being a division where maybe it changes a couple times. So I, I don't like my answer, but I, I think it's going to be Aljo. Uh, it's not what I want, but it's what I see. I would love if Sean O'Malley got the matchup, knocked out Aljamain, took the belt. I just don't see it happening. I think whether Aljamain takes on Henry or Sugar Sean or whoever, he's going to get that boring wrestling win and just stick to being my least favorite champion around. I would love if it's Sugar Sean. That's that's my want. But what I think is Aljo. I can't believe. I'm not surprised that BT didn't say Sugar Sean because he doesn't like him for whatever reason. I don't know what he did to him. Maybe have some pictures. It's an interesting. It's such, such an interesting uh, way to go off of. Uh, is he the most popular guy? And I have the audacity to say no. A guy who actually had one of the biggest uh, few last pay per views is more popular than him. How dare I? No, are you mad because we brought Tim Welch on the show and he dropped eleven f bombs? That what you're mad about? His coach? No, nah, you're upset. I loved. It. I like when people curse. You guys are the ones who get all bashful about it. You're like, I can't believe Sean Strickland said the no no words that many times. I love it. I like. Well, him. he said the no, no he, he said the no no word a record ninety one times in a nine minute interview. So that's that's a you really got to pay the jar on that one. Um, I think it's Sean O'Malley actually for the like he's next. He's basically been told that he's next. And if it's Aljo, let's be honest, that's going to be basically an even money fight. And I get it. You have to pay the tax for Sean O'Malley because people want to bet him because he's fun to watch win and all that. But the truth is. Styles make fights, and I think O'Malley, O'Malley to me would have a more difficult time. We've seen him fight Cheeto Vera. That didn't go great. Corey Sandhagen, I can easily see beating him. In the case of Aljo, I think that's a great matchup. The only problem is I don't think it's next. I think Aljo next is going to fight somebody else. Could be Cheeto. Could be who knows who it's going to be. But at some point, O'Malley is going to get his shot. So I think that's the easiest one. I think you guys both fail. O'Malley will have the belt around his waist. At the end of 2023. Right, all right, let's move on. Let's move on real quick to the featherweight division because I want to pull through all these things. Obviously, right now, Volkanovski has that belt. Ortega, Yair, Josh Emmett, friend of the show. I don't know. Maybe somebody outside the top five, BT, who's got that featherweight belt at the end of 2023? So we're counting if he's the interim champion. Does that count? Like, how are we going about this? Like, what if Volk loses sure. and he has to Yeah, whoever has that belt. Counting interim Volk has the belt. Sure, yeah. I think that by the end of the year that Josh Emmett is your featherweight champion. That's what I'm was, going with. I was going to say the same thing. Uh, if if Volk, that is, is not the champ, that's assuming Volk moves up to 155 and stays there. But I think Josh Emmett takes that interim belt home. A friend of the show, big fan of Josh Emmett. I won a bunch of money on him way back in the day. Uh, Arnold Allen. Is Arnold Allen in the top five? I was going to say an outsider, but I, is he's right around four. five. If he's if he's at four, so maybe that's yes. not as original as I thought it was when I wrote it down. Of oh, lightweight, Islam looks unbeatable right now. Charles Oliveira, and that's the, the the usual suspects. It's Dustin Poirier, Justin Gaethje, it's Michael Chandler, Fazeev. If you're a believer in one of the newcomers, uh, who's got that belt? The lightweight belt at the end of the year. Oh man. Um... I don't want to be boring and say Islam because I do think he's going to be Volkanovsky. I don't think that Oliveira is going to beat him. I feel like we've been there. The only guy I really think has a shot is Dustin. I think like Dustin having another, uh, another crack at the belt. He's always game and everything. Um, 
but I still think that Islam probably has it by the end. I think that he's got enough things that give Dustin a problem where I don't know if he'll come out on top of it, but that's my most likely candidate in that division to upset him if anybody's going to, but I think Islam still has it by the end of the year. I'll be the guy to give the boring answer because I, I agree. Islam will have it at the end of the year, I believe. You know, I think he's going to beat Volk. I don't really see Dustin or anybody else being a problem for him. As you said, Charles already tried and failed. I don't think we're going to see much different in a second fight. However, I would love to see Armin Sarukian get up there and fight Islam again because I think that is an extremely competitive fight. And if anybody else is going to be champ by the end of the year, I think it's Armin. I would push back on the Oliveira thing and say throughout his career, he's been a total chameleon where he's completely changed his style of fighting as he's gone along. And everybody thinks he's this BJJ guy and all he can do is finish you. He can do a bunch of different stuff. And I think now that he's actually been in, and I'm not saying it went well, it did not go well for him maybe against Islam at all, but we, we thought it might not go well for him. And we were right now that he's been in there and he's seen it and he can change up his style a little bit. If I have to be original, I'll say that it's Charles Oliveira because I actually think that he's worthy, maybe not immediately, of a rematch, but I wouldn't be surprised if his next fight is for a championship. Charles Oliveira defended enough times against enough killers where I think that he should get another shot at Volkanovski if Volkanovski keeps defending that title. Um, let's move on to the welterweights where we talked a lot with our guest about the Usman over Leon fight. So right now it's actually flipped around. Leon the champion, Usman. You guys know how much I love Colby. Maybe a Tomzad. Who do you guys think has that welterweight belt at the end of the year? Uh, I'm going to go with Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Oh, stop. Nope. Here's what I think, dude. I'm telling you right now, I think Leon's going to beat Kamaro in the rematch. I think Wonderboy gets that opportunity against Leon. And if he's not taking on a wrestler, I like Wonderboy in anybody against striking match. We saw how good he was. He's still got plenty of gas in the tank. I think this is our old time. There's always like a, there's always also it feels like an old timer who gets that twilight belt by the end of the year, whether it be Glover, whomever. Like this to me, this is the old guy belt. I feel like if somebody's gonna come in and and swoop into the division, what's a fun matchup? Wonder Boy is it? He's only six, dude. It's not like you. It's not like he's ranked like fifteenth. You're giving me like this look like I'm crazy. Set him hey, straight, Jake. I mean, maybe it would be cool, but if, if the circumstances play out like that, sure, I'll buy it. Um, I'm going to go with a different set of circumstances, though. I'm going to say Colby Covington. What I think go. is, yep. what I think is, Usman might be done. We've been hearing a lot about his hands and his knees, and I don't, I don't like what I'm hearing. So, assuming that fight doesn't happen immediately, if ever again, I think Colby's going to get loud, and I think he's going to call out Leon, and I think he's going to wrestle him to a victory and a championship. And, of course, Colby's got to crack at the belt against Usman a couple of times. I think if we do see him fight Hamza, that's the quickest way to the belt. Like, if you gave Usman all he wanted in two fights, he couldn't finish you. I know technically he did in the first fight, but whatever. Like, he gave he gave him good fights. And then you can beat the monster that is Hamza. And Colby would come in as a huge underdog in that fight. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it's Hamza. Like, I'm not going to try to be too original with this one. Like, if you made me bet my life, that would be the answer I would give you. He's the scariest guy. I think there's a very good chance he's also the best guy. I think we're going to find that out this year. If Hamzad took on Leon, you guys wouldn't put your money on Leon. Don't be silly. You put every money, every every penny in that bank account on Hamzad Shemaya. So as long as uh, Hamzad can make weight. Go ahead. I just said as long as Hamzad can make weight, yeah. 
true. Although Sean's um, very willing to do with the weight rules too. He feels like he can give you whatever weight you want and be the champion. Well, see, BT got a little bit upset when Charles Oliveira missed weight. And let me remind you guys that he, he did miss weight by 0. 0.02 of a pound. Not a pound, not two pounds. Make the weight or not, dude. By point, point zero two of a – this guy. Can you imagine this guy's your substitute teacher that comes in? Can you imagine? You're like, just get out of here, old lady. Yeah, was I in um, first place or second place? I won, I won by point two seconds. Sounds like you were in first place. Oh, okay. Was I 155 pounds or 155.2? Ah, okay. who cares? I'm Sean. I'm commissioner of willy-nilly, the UFC willy-nilly division. This guy, the, 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 the no fun. I mean, unbelievable. Um, and I'm friends with this guy. Good friends. I don't know why. Uh, does Izzy get the belt back? Does Izzy to get back his middleweight belt? Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm gonna say yes. I think he's. Uh, I think. I think he is champion by the end of the year. I think that uh, he's a smart enough fighter. I think that you know he gets enough cracks. He was also on his way to winning that one. Uh, people may say that uh, Pajeda's got his number. I get that. I get the argument, but I feel like Izzy is uh, is smart enough to bounce back. He's already bounced back from adversity before with the loss to Jan. So I like Izzy. Super quick. He gets the belt back, but he loses it to Hamza by the end of the year. Heavyweight champ. Quick. Just give me the name. I can't get John your Jones. I don't have time. Francis. Tom Aspinall, if he's healthy, friend of the show. I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine, produced by Jake Noaker. Thanks to everybody behind the scenes of the BetQL Network. For my co-host, Brendan Tobin, and all of our guests, you're now officially tapped out on the bet.